1: Personal responsibility,
2: political accountability, and corporate culpability.
1: We must eliminate poverty. I don't care what
2: color the person, a child. Is.
3: See a glass half empty, but our obstinacy a glass half full? Are we locked into regressive mentality by change unseen? If you try to fail and then succeed, which have you done? Do you ask enough questions or do you settle for what you know? The only questions that really matter are the oh. ones you ask yourself. Welcome to Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. thank you get up, get up,
4: get up. Get
2: up.
0: I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, and welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are the return of Intelligent Radio, as we ensure the free flow of opinions and push the envelope on the questions Americans afraid to ask in the mainstream media. Good morning to all the truth seekers out there. I am super excited about this morning's show, as I have a couple of returning guests and a very special guest of uh, the Queen, Keila Taylor. Thank you, Queen, for coming on with us. I'm going to I'll introduce you first um, to the truth seekers out there. Listening is what I call all of our listeners out there who are trying to find and seek the truth to whatever questions they may have, and we always do our show in the form of a question. We're going to go ahead and get this thing started. Uh, this morning's discussion question, best year in business, and the IRS still comes for you. Now what? So, Keela Taylor, thank you again, Queen, for being with us. If you will, say hello um, to Uh, our truth seekers out there, and give people a little bit of your background, and I'll introduce our couple of other guests uh, along with you. Thank you, Queen, for being with us.
5: Yes, thank you,
3: Montoya. First of all, I love your embrace, Queen Keela. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much. Um, But, yeah, for those who, who don't know who I am, I am Keela Taylor. I have been an entrepreneur for almost 11 years. My background is insurance. I'm still licensed in property and casualty insurance. From there, developed a passion for real estate investing, um, which has led me to my latest and largest venture, Universal Salon Suite. We have reached our growth capacity. That's exciting. So the only thing that we can do from here is grow. And now we're gearing up the franchise, so Yay. But, you know, like you said, there's a lot of, with with excitement, there's a lot of uh, challenges and affliction, too. So we're going to get into that.
0: No, absolutely. Thank you again, Queen, for being with us. Um, to our returning guest, um, Rico. Rico, I'm going to start with you. Thanks, King, for again, for returning, if you will. Tell people a little bit of your background, and your background absolutely relates to this morning's discussion. So, you know, dig in just a little bit, if you will, you usually pretty humble with it. But if you will, King, just kind of, you know, let them know uh, why I tabbed you to be on this show, because I'm not the expert. I'm the moderator. I like to bring experts on, and you are one. So go ahead, King. Thanks again for being with us.
6: Thanks,
7: uh, Montoya and Keela. Uh, Hello, and I look forward to uh, having a discussion with you all this morning. So my name is Mariko Tippett. Um, I uh, am originally from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, then I graduated from the Air Force Academy in '97, and I did 21 years uh, as an Air Force pilot. I was hired in 2017. Um, I did about 18 months as a CEO um, for the Chamber of Commerce. Um, then in 2018, I started my own tech firm, um, and that's been going about you know, two and a half years now. And just recently, um, I started my own registered investment advisory firm. So by trade, I'm a financial advisor. Um, I've been doing financial planning since 2005. I got my master's degree in financial planning in 2011. And, and ultimately I love to work with small business owners. Um, and the conversation that we're having this morning is exactly the reason that I do what I do. Um, at some point in every growing organization's future. Um, they're going to need the advice of a financial professional. So I ask why not start with that financial professional, and that would be myself as a financial advisor. Um, so I look forward to the conversation that we're going to have this morning.
0: Uh, absolutely. And our next guest, Justin Hempstead, at this point, I'm just thinking this kid literally popped in my head as I thought about it, Justice. I might need to go through the last five years. You might be the guest that I brought up. <laughs> I <laughs> else over the last <laughs> five years because when we get into these numbers, you know, you being an accountant by trade, amongst many of these, uh, you are my go to guy because if you know, I've told you this before, and 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 I mean this, you're the best, you're one of the best I ever seen do it. So, with that said, King, if you will, introduce yourself and hello to Keela and Mariko, if you will, and uh, introduce yourself to the True Seekers and give a little bit of your background.
6: All right. I appreciate that, Von Toya. Uh, good morning, everyone, uh, Rico, Kila. I, I, I appreciate this opportunity to even be asked to come back on here and, you know, give my insight as I see it. But uh, a little bit of my background, uh, I am an accountant by trade, as Montoya said. I specialize in tax strategy. I uh, started out in corporate America. I'm working, see, just getting a. a a taste of what the larger companies do. I was in uh, big four accounting, and then I went on to uh, SunTrust and worked in their accounting department. And while I was there, I just took on the the patterns that these different Fortune 500 companies would would utilize. And thing with Rico, I, I like to work with small businesses. Now, when it comes to tax, I I own companies. But I, you know, so I I have to deal with it, and even had to live through it grow, growing up because I come from a family of entrepreneurs and they they had businesses and they got hit by the IRS. So I think it's uh, it, it's it correlates correlates great. But I also I also like to teach teach others about how to build wealth, but do it in a tax a tax free. Um, situation so you know most People they say that You know the wealthier You get the more in taxes you Get well that's not you know, the more in taxes You're going to pay Well that's not necessarily always true So I, I like to show people The the alternate path that they can Do with it.
0: Now I love it I'm glad To have you back so we're getting Close to the break so we have a quick start we're, And we go to the break we're going to get hot And heavy really into Kila's story because, again, she's kind of the catalyst for this morning's discussion. But before we do that, we've got to get a couple minutes before the break. So I'm Mm going to ask all three of you to give me a very short answer. Um, I think Justin and Mariko, you've been through this kind of this exercise before. But Keela, we'll start with you as our our queen of of this morning. Um, So the question is pretty simple. Um, Obviously, you're the star of the show, if you will. But when you first saw how I worded the question, you know, obviously, using it kind of for some marketing purposes, but can you recall your very first thought? No deep, nothing deep, because, again, I had already requested you to come on the show. But when you first saw how I ordered the question, what was the first thought or feeling that came to you?
3: Okay,
0: so what was that question? So basically, uh, the discussion question, best year in business, and the IRS still comes for you, now what? What did you think when you first saw, Ooh. hey, this is how we're going to market this show?
3: Oh, okay. Um, I think I would have to say my I've had two really good years in business, 2015 and 2020. Believe it or not, 2021 probably has been by far the worst year in business. But um, okay, ask me the question again. What was the best year in? Yeah, no, you are
0: good. We good. We good. And it's just it was just the initial okay. thought when you saw the marketing <laughs> question itself. Just the initial thought. What did you when you saw it, it said? Okay, I know I'm on this show, but, you know, you saw how I worded it. What was your initial thought?
3: I mean, we're going to get into some IRS. We're going to get into that. Listen. We're going to get into Uncle Sam. That was my initial no, thought. No, absolutely.
0: That's, and that's all Yeah, that's all I'm looking for. What was the initial thought? So, uh, Mariko, again, um, your first thought when I said, hey, bro, you mind coming on this show? What was your first thought?
7: Um, you remember that um, that old song? Dun 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 dun. Another one bites the dust.
0: Um. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it, and I'll turn that over to you as well. Justin, your first thought? We're gonna to go to break and come back and get to this thing. What was your first thought, Dean? My first thought would
6: be now. I'm doing everything to uh, take a step forward in life, trying to build that path, and I get knocked two steps back.
0: Now, nah, I can dig it. All right, y'all, we're going to go to this break, and we come back, and we're going to break this thing down. Best year in business, and the IRS still comes to you. Now what? We'll be right back, mm-hmm. but all I ask is that you think. Mm-hmm. If you are a small business owner, do you and your accountant implement a tax strategy to pay quarterly taxes throughout the year? Or do you wait until the end of year during tax season to write off all expenses to lower your taxable income? If this is you, stop. Call Bennett Tax and Accounting today. With over 15 years of experience working with major companies, this boutique firm has opened up to show small business owners how to strategize like the major companies and position themselves for growth. With not only effective tax strategies, but also specializing in new business formation, bookkeeping services, cash flow management, payroll, and business evaluation to secure bank financing. Basically, all the things you need, but have kept putting off. Well, those days are over. Bennett Tax and Accounting to the rescue. Contact them at 770-545-2145 and ask for RUN. Again, 770 545 and let them save you from yourself.
3: Hello, everyone. I am Keila Taylor. I am the founder and CEO of Marquee Enterprises. Marquee Enterprises is a professional services firm. Our skills and expertise are rooted from insurance broker services, commercial real estate development, and small business development. Marquee Enterprises is the mother of company to all the business babies. My first company was Taylor Insurance Services, which was the property and casualty insurance agency. The customer that stood out to me most was the real estate developers. They would literally call the office and and shop rates all day, every day. They were just playing monopoly in their communities. And that's when I realized I had a passion for real estate development
8: and real estate investing.
3: And then we started Green Desert Investments, which was our investment company. Fast forward, we founded Universal Salon Suites in the marquee venue, which is our latest and largest venture. Universal Salon Suites is a 10,020 square foot facility. We provide quality workspace to health, beauty, and cosmetology professionals. So my story behind getting into entrepreneurship is very touchy, but it's, it's inspiring. My dad, he was actually facing a double life sentence in prison. I was working for corporate. I chose to do everything in my power to fight his case, to fight for his freedom. But in doing that, I put my job in jeopardy by having to take so much time off work, and my boss was getting ready to fire me. I just didn't feel like pulling out the resume to really jump from one slave ship to another. Instead, I chose to jump from that slave ship to entrepreneurship. It wasn't easy,
0: but here I am today. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. Best year in business and the IRS field comes for you. Now with our special guest, Keela Taylors, we just heard a cut from one of her latest videos, breaking down several businesses and a little bit of a background. We want to do that. We want to start there. we got a special guest, uh, financial advisor, Mariko Tiffett, as well as... Uh, accountant Justin Hempstead on the air with us as well. Uh but Keila just because it was missing that cut the you know let's get a little bit of your backstory story before we really break down this discussion question because again the question while again you are the star of the show the question really was just to appeal to any business owner that's in that growth stage about the scale or or, the, or when they're scaling sometimes uh, you know, they get into a little trouble, even without intention, if you will. But before we get into all of that, um, if you will, yeah, give some of, a little, you know, a little more of that backdrop that was, if you will, mentioned in that cut, um, just so that people understand, you know, in a sense who they're dealing with. I met you years ago, highly and very impressed with you. Uh, but again, I know you, you; the audience doesn't. So, if you will, Queen, yeah, go ahead and tell us a little bit of your backstory.
3: Yeah. So um, I would just let me just say this. Based off of you know the clip, I never, I never in a million years thought that I would be an entrepreneur. Let me just start there. So taking a look, little- <laughs> I never, Montoya, never. Like wow, we now you're you a serial entrepreneur. Other- yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, because you know when you when you do become an entrepreneur, you can't just focus on that one stream. Because business is so new, you're not going to make enough money to pay your bills every month. So you got to – you you start out as a hustler for the most part, you know. Right, and, right. And I mean that in in the highest respect, you know.
2: You ain't of got course, to go out there and course. sell
3: drugs or none of that type of stuff, but you, you got to hustle. So I remember when I first started my, my insurance business, I remember Christmas Day, I was literally reaching out to – insurance companies like Progressive and Safeco and Infinity and all these different insurance companies um, to get appointed with them. Like, I was new, new, and this was Christmas Day. So I'm not with wow. family. I'm at home sending out emails on 1225, 2011. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, actually, actually, yeah, um, yeah it was yes, yeah, 1225, 2011. Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah. I getting back to that 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 little backstory. Yeah, never never thought we probably wouldn't even know each other had, you know, my dad not went to jail. I I don't want to say I was content because I, I I'm not that individual. I, I hated mm-hmm. Monday through Friday having to get up every morning to do the same. Can I us on the show? I, I yeah, wanna, you can, you yeah, yeah, we
0: we yeah. Hey, let me, We got two rules. Let me give you the rules because you definitely can curse, but I want to let you hear the rules since you have never okay. heard them before. And it's basically <laughs> we we outlaw political correctness on the show. So that's a rule number one. Okay. And rule number two is bring your passion, but just be respectful of one another because sometimes we do yes. dialogues with people, you know, kind of going back and forth. I don't think this will be one, but just so. You know, and the people yeah. that's listening know, hey, we can keep it real and raw on this show. So, yeah, you was tired of doing that yeah. shit. I feel you, Queen. Go ahead with it. Go ahead with it.
3: <laughs> that, that, you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. You said it. Thank you. Thank you for saying it for me. But, you know, you, you get tired of doing the same stuff different day. Oh, it's Wednesday. or oh, it's Thursday. I'm, you know. But, um, unfortunately, it took for my daddy to have to fall. In order for you know me to to take a rise, and you know, mm-hmm. so um, I never thought that I would be where I am today, but but I'm here, you know, and, and still.
0: Nah, absolutely still, respected. You know, still absolutely res- it. Nah, absolutely respect it. And that. um, R- go I'm about to go to you right now. I want to just throw this out because it is just a, a little segue into your story, and let you know let people know our relationship. This was my. Really, um, I guess technically my second roommate in college, if you will, we went to school together. Uh, but as I hear her give her her backstory, the one thing I think about, what I thought about as she was saying it, Rico, and again, you jump in and say that, said, what I thought about was, you know, because I always kind of forget about it until you remind me that, you know, in a sense, you retired of doing same same shit different day type issues. Issues even within the military, you end up retiring. But part of that was. You and I talking because you were ready to – you wanted to jump into the entrepreneur thing, for, you know, for a number of years, and you were at a point where you were tired of doing the same thing and wanted to jump in, and you, in a sense, had a come-to-Jesus moment, and over the time, it served you. Uh, but, you know, I just know that you, as an entrepreneur, can relate to her story. Go ahead, um, Rico. I'm sorry about that.
7: Very much so. Um, so, for me, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, Um and I never thought that I would be, you know, in the military, let alone an Air Force pilot. Um, and it, entrepreneurship always called to me. Um, and I felt like I was I was trapped as I was um, serving in the Air Force. Now, don't get me wrong, I enjoy um, and I'm grateful for what I learned and what I gained um, from being in the Air Force. Um, but but i just felt like that i needed to do something um something that was bigger something that was was my own creation um so that was my draw to entrepreneurship but one of the biggest mistakes that i've seen that most entrepreneurs make is they jump ship too quick um you have to have a stable form of income um if you really want to give yourself the best chances of surviving as an entrepreneur And oftentimes, that's a job. Um, But we have to change our mindset and think about that this job is providing us with an income, which we need, um, so that we can create the life that we ultimately want to live. So, um,
0: No, it makes sense. Well, with that said, um, again, let's go ahead and get into the story, if you will, that kind of got us on today. And it really just started, again, Taylor, you know, I'm sorry, Keela, I've been knowing you for a number of years now, uh, but you were willing mm-hmm. to, which has kind of been typical of your history, you end up sharing that you were having, you know, some again, as as exciting as all the things you started, you've kind of been experiencing a situation, and um, I'm kind of going mm-hmm. right, literally looking at that post now. It kind of let me know that, hey, here's some backstory to, you know, why y'all see me this way. Here are some of the ups and the downs that you were willing to share. And, again, you've always kind of been that person that, you know, hey, here's what i done. Let me help you. And, in a sense, you mm-hmm. decided to share um, something that you kind of experienced. And the first line, again, it caught my attention. You said steps to financial health, and I was surprised to see this uh-huh. is the first line, which was, one, fire your lazy, lying, and unaccountable account. I'm like, okay, this is going to be different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yes. so I'm going to give you, just shut up and put a pin in it and let you kind of take over from there. But I'll just simply say your willingness to share that, hey, I'm going through some things. is kind of what drove us yes. doing this particular show. So go
3: ahead, Queen. So there's this saying, right? Scare money don't make money. So one thing about Keila Taylor, like I am not afraid to jump off the ledge. What's the worst that could happen? I go back to being broke. I know what that feels like, and I'm black, so we know what being broke feels like. You know, we know how to pull out the ramen noodles and throw some hot sauce on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no doubt. So you know, you, so like I'm I'm not afraid of a of a challenge. I'm not afraid of the IRS. You know. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything shady. To your point, to that post, it it frustrates me because, you know, you, you pay professionals a lot of money to take care of your shit, and they don't do it. They mishandle your business, and that's what happens. That, I'm getting mad all
0: over
9: again,
3: Montoya. Like so, I said, dude, hey, you maybe, follow rule number two.
9: You I
0: got the passion. We with yeah. it, Queen. I can hear yeah, it. Please do it. Go ahead. Rock. Hey, we you can do it yeah. here. That's, this platform, it is okay to get mad all over again because we're going to walk, walk through this thing and help others out as we're listening to your story. Go ahead, Queen. I'm sorry.
3: No, you're good. So this is just one situation that took place. This is just one that I'm about to say. So I I went to my mailbox, you know. I checked my mail. I got a shitload of letters, kind of like the same letters from the IRS. Now I got three businesses, you know, and
2: mm-hmm.
3: I'm gonna I, I'm probably gonna splatter some words, but uh, CPA, feel free to you know correct me. Um, I think it was my schedule C's that were not filed. Now my schedule C's were not filed for each business. For at least three of my three, three years, I believe it was 2016, 17 and 18. Now what happens when your shit ain't, ain't when your schedule fees ain't filed, you're going to get penalized for each month of each year for each business. And it's, I think it's oh, like 300 God. and something dollars, almost $400. So that's just one incident. That's just so I got so I got a pile of letters in the mail that referenced that. Now, you put your again, I I, I paid five hundred and fifty dollars every month for a CPA to handle my books and to handle these 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 affairs because I'm not and I'm I'm a, listen, I'm I'm very honest, even to the point if it hurts me, I'm very honest. I'm not knowledgeable in that area. I work from numbers. But this situation has forced me to 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 to, hand, to deal with it. Mm-hmm. so i've been kind of mm-hmm. you know, teach, you know just teaching myself like the basics i didn't know mm-hmm. the difference between a damn balance sheet and a and a cash flow statement or a p and l statement i do now right. but i didn't I that right. up to them, or, you know. And, Kilo, so, yeah.
7: you are not the only one. Um, I cannot tell you how many small businesses um, don't understand the numbers. They're paying these financial professionals um, to do work, but they're not having a conversation to understand exactly what the work is that's being done. Um, so you aren't the only one. It sounds like you just got, you know, one of the worst ends of it, um, because oftentimes, um, CPAs, accountants, I'm not trying to to, to to badmouth them per se, but they are just compliance people. They're only making sure that said work is completed. They're not looking to see how it affects you or what impact it's going to have on your three businesses or um, if you should be paying taxes quarterly, et cetera. Um, they're just specifically trying to check the box to say this has been done, this has been prepared, so we can send it in. But yours wasn't even sent in, so that just makes
3: me cringe. Oh, my 2018 taxes were not filed. Now I have the 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 paperwork. What is that at the the 1040 or something like that? And so
7: yeah, so a I Schedule have- C goes through your personal income taxes.
3: Yes, correct, absolutely. I have the the paperwork, the the 20-something pages that says, you know, 2018, um, basically taxes. You know the form that I'm talking about, right? But Mm -hmm. according to the tax auditor, it's not filed, but I'm looking right at it. So it's like things were drafted, but the button wasn't pressed or something. So stuff like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, nah, that's that's yeah, it's hard to hear. Here, here's the thing I want to kind of point out, and we'll get Justin here as well. So, um, unlike, because I mean, I mean, the reality is, um, again, meeting you, uh, again, I've always been super impressed, and and to a degree, not that I think you really even care about this, but in a sense, you're you're, you're known amongst you know the business class, if you will, of of, of Atlanta and, and things of that nature. And the thing, like you said, you're honest you're willing to, again, tell your story in a way that you could have just kind of kept this to yourself because you're going to get through it. It's who you are. Like, I know that about you. However, you know what I'm saying? This is why I love knowing you because I have access to do this because there's a lot who could learn. Like what just Rico talked about, how many of us, I'm guilty of it as well. Like, I run you know, as good as you are and what you're known for, you're able to admit. Hey, I run from the numbers and like you said, this situation has forced you to learn. So when you hear this Justin if mm-hmm. if you will, because I'm pretty sure, you know, what Rico said, he you know, again, I, this brother, I know he's right that a lot of accountants, as he said are just doing compliance. And so when you hear stuff like that Justin, um, you know, what are you in a sense? What are your thoughts referenced to someone in a Aquila- kilo was Keela's position because I'm pretty sure she's learning this now for maybe getting some checks and, and, and balances and, you know, like some checks in place when maybe a lot of owners like her, you know, are, are afraid of the numbers. So they're just kind of hoping that person does the job. You know, you being an accountant, what do you recommend to people like Keela who don't want to look at the numbers or well, I'm going to say, I want to put her in that category, but it's not, you know, again, obviously there was some, some lack of oversight. So what do you recommend Uh, For monitoring an accountant, um, Justin, what what kind of things do you recommend?
6: One thing I would say, um, you may not want to look at the numbers. You may want to run from the numbers. Um, I have a prime example. Uh, My father, he's an entrepreneur, has been for about 35 years and got caught up into a similar situation, Uh, but now the things have smoothed out probably over the past 15 years and he doesn't have to look at the numbers like he was having like he did but he has a basic understanding of the numbers and so that's one thing i would i would recommend get a basic understanding of what the different financial statements are that a business would need um they have they have a lot of educational materials out here that you can read up on them. You don't have to go and learn it like you're trying to get a degree or anything, but you should know what a PMO is. You should know what um, a balance sheet is, meaning your assets and liabilities. You always want your assets to be greater than your liabilities. Um, You you also want to know what a cash flow statement is. What's the cash coming in looking like On a monthly basis, are you spending more each month? You don't necessarily have to know the numbers, but you need to know what the type of statement is, and that way you can hire someone. If it's not the accountant, maybe you have someone on your team
0: who is a little bit more versed in that area. No, it makes sense. We're actually up against the break, so we'll go to a break. When we come back, we'll even open up the phone lines just in case there's any entrepreneurs that might want to get in on this morning's discussion. Uh, We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. But all I ask is that you think. Have you heard about that podcast, Mental Dialogue? It's so good it should be illegal. But if you miss the live show every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio, be sure to catch replays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, and all other streaming platforms. We are the return of Intelligent Radio, and we are the best in the world at having hard conversations on race, sex, gender, and business in the African American community. And remember, all I ask is that you think.
3: I think the misconception of Keela Taylor is people think that I just fell from this cloud of success, when in all actuality, I literally started from the ground up. I am very tenacious. I dream big. And I just, I love educating myself so that I can take what I've learned and bring it back to my tribe. For me, that is the foundation of being a great leader. Universal Salon Suites was a real estate place for me. But over time, I, I became passionate about developing the technician into an entrepreneur. Beauty professionals are creative. They're very talented individuals. Throughout these last five years, I have truly developed a passion for developing the technician into a business owner. So I figure with my corporate background and expertise and my entrepreneurial spirit, we have since developed Entrepreneurial Creative, which is a monthly business accelerator that launches any professional, small businesses, startups, it launches them forward. So, with that being said, we have since reshaped the infrastructure of Marquee Enterprises to be the small business solutions firm to the small business. We are also government contractors, and that is an industry that is untapped for small and minority businesses. Business is better with Marquee Enterprises, and for more information on what we do, you can visit us at www.marqueenterprises.com. Thank you guys so much. I am Keela Taylor. Mwah.
0: Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, best year in business and the IRS still comes for you? Now what? Our special guest is Keila Taylors. We just heard another cut from one of her um, videos so, so circulating uh, via YouTube. Uh, special guest also accountant, Justin Hempstead, as well as financial advisor, Mariko Tippett. Keila, if you will, uh, just talking about what we were just talking about, you said, hey, I didn't know the numbers, didn't look at that stuff, but now I'm, I have learned it again. That so, sounds so much like you. Um, but if you will, um, what if you will in detail, again, it's just maybe for some other owner out there who may be in the same boat, right? That just has an accountant or TPA or whatever the case may be, that's just kind of being compliant and like yourself assuming the job is getting done to a you know, to a degree. Obviously your accountant was just plain bad by not even filing stuff. That's just a whole nother level right there. I hope people don't have that experience. Mm-hmm. But in you saying, Hey, let me get smart let me, you know, learn about these different things, the balance sheets, things of that nature. Uh, where have you? Where did you go? In a sense, to to get on top of being more aware of those things, was it basically self search, internet learning, in particular classes? Just any details that might help an entrepreneur listening to say, you know what, I don't know that stuff either. Where where did you start? Well, you know, obviously, once you were surprised by this situation.
3: Good question. So yeah, so okay. I've had QuickBooks for about 10 years now. Yeah, I've had it. I've been paying for it. I still didn't quite know what to do with QuickBooks because if you don't understand the financial language, like reconciling or a chart of accounts, you don't know what you're looking at, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, Montoya, I, I tapped into my network. You know, people like Harvey, right? That's what. we're
2: mm-hmm.
3: I, I I tapped Absolutely. into my network. I started – Asking for for help or for referrals, um, I started going on YouTube trying to um, watch webinars on on basic QuickBooks accounting. How do I use this software? Because I have it to use. It's it's, I, it's, it's a login away. Um, even going to QuickBooks, I wasn't. I still wasn't grasping it. And mind you, I'm not a a numbers person. The, the numbers would give me anxiety. I didn't know what the hell a pool Versus cash accounting was like, <laughs> you know, stuff like no, that. No, absolutely. I, I do now. No. And um, I I'm I feel like I'm I'm right. Like literally, all of this stuff started. Uh, I had to face it in 2021, because like I said, 2020 mm-hmm. the pandemic that was one of the best years of of my 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 life. You know. Wow. Um, but then 2021, it was just like a pile of bricks. So you know i've i've been I'm still in the pile of brick, but I'm slowly mm-hmm. just coming out of it one brick at a time. you know the dust is heavy on me, but i'm I'm moving a brick one one little brick at a time, and it's it's all right so and, and, you know I entered into this this Goldman Sachs cohort, which um it's a small business program that you know I got a scholarship for through Goldman Sachs it's literally putting me right where I'm supposed to be. So, there's. No, nah, it's beautiful. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were finished. No, no, go ahead. Finish up, Quinn. I thought you were. I'm mm-hmm.
2: sorry.
0: No, no, no. That's they're beautiful. They're that's beautiful. Us. So, yeah, you basically have gotten.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. You've been able to get into this program, and that's kind of what's moving forward for you. Uh, real quick, before I let you jump in, uh, Rico, right back to you, real quick, Justin. Um, in the event that somebody does, isn't able to get the scholarship that Keeler has been able to get to a Goldman Sachs, and, again, you say, hey, you can do these things. Any detailed particulars uh, for a new business owner or, you know, even a long-time business owner who still quite leaves it up to the, the accountant to, you know, in a sense comply with their taxes being filed every year. And, again, we both know that's not enough. But in the event that somebody wants to learn this stuff, um, just any quick recommendations, and then I'll get right back to Rico.
6: Well, I actually um, I like what she said about the YouTube videos. That YouTube is a is a great resource for a lot of different things that can teach you how to look at a chart of accounts, how to even build a chart of accounts. So that would be one of the easier ways that I would see versus getting entrenched into books because a lot of a lot of people they don't necessarily like uh, having to read a lot of different information because they feel like they're having to uh, go back to school or whatever all over again. YouTube is a great is a great resource because it will break it down step by step. And then if you if you ever need it again, you can always go right back to it, showing you what it is that you missed out on. Or what. and then also, if you if you don't really want to just use social media, like like you were saying, find a resource. If you have someone within your network who knows someone. They'll they'll be glad to teach you. I know I would. Um, as, as she said, Harvey, um, I know Reginald Clark, he's a great guy to know. Um, these are people locally, of course, in Atlanta. But just find someone within your network who can help better explain it, too. No,
0: nah, it makes sense. And, you know, if you are an owner out there who's kind of, you know, again, I'm guilty of this as well. Um, but as Keila said, I know Harvey as well, so I really have no excuse because I have somebody on Network that can look out for me. But that's a, absolutely another way. If you're feeling overwhelmed by that, you know, get someone outside of who you're already using just to say, hey, show me some things, you know, or I mean, or whatever, because how are you going to be able to watch those who are watching your money if, if you don't ever talk to anybody outside of maybe who you already talked to? Rico, I know you want to jump in, so I definitely want to jump in. I want to add this as well, because I know you could tackle this. You mentioned the idea of, you know, most people just in a sense having someone looking over their books who are just acting in a compliance um, manner, if you will. Um, if you could also add opinion, and I'm pretty sure this is what you meant, is is if you're not having the the bigger conversations about how can we grow your business with your money, with your person who watches your money you probably don't have who you need is probably what I would assume you would what you mean by that. But Ken, go ahead and kinda jump in where you want to, King.
7: Thanks. Thanks. Um, and, and Keila, again, thanks for sharing your story. And and first of all, I want to say this is your not pleasure. anything that anyone should be ashamed of because we are never taught this. No one has ever been taught this unless you went to school to study accounting. Um, but the reality is, and I love the words that you use in the clip, um, and this is kind of Michael Gerber's e is that most business owners are really technicians that decided they want to go out and do this on their own. You don't really become an entrepreneur until you learn all the different hats that you have to wear. But with that being said, accounting is the language of business. And just as you were going to go to a different country, you know, that speaks a different language, you're either going to have to learn the language or find someone that can translate. Um, It's my recommendation. If any small business is making less than $250,000 a year, you should be doing your own books. And the reason you want to do that is so you can learn it. Um, because as you grow and scale, it only becomes more complicated. And when you're having these conversations, again, you don't just want to see the profit and loss or the balance sheet. You want to know what it means. How can I use these tools, these financial statements, on a monthly basis to make financial decisions about growing my business? This is ultimately where we're trying to get. Um, And if you don't have someone that can have that conversation with you, um, then we should be looking for that person. Tax preparation is what most accountants, CPAs, bookkeepers, that's what they do. Tax planning is forward-looking. Tax preparation is looking in the rearview mirror. And as a small business owner, you need to be looking forward. You need to know if there's going to be a pothole in the road or if there's a sharp turn coming or a cliff, you know, because if there's a cliff, you want to give yourself as much time to prepare yourself Mm -hmm. not to go off the edge, if that makes sense.
0: Uh, Makes all kind of sense makes all kinds of sense. Keanu, we've got about a minute and a half. Just give you a heads up. Uh, but as you hear Rico mm-hmm. say that, I, I, I would assume some of that's music to your ears, and you maybe could even address maybe in a sense maybe how, I'm assuming to a degree, how you hadn't vetted maybe, you know, in a sense the person that, if you will, burned you as the accountant, uh, again, giving them $500 a month. Also, um, you know, have you been able to have the conversation that Rico talked about? And again, we got about a minute before break, so we can finish your thought coming out of break as well. Go ahead,
3: Queen. No problem. Yeah, uh, he made some great points. And shout out, look, you mentioned Michael Gerber. Yes, if you get on the Michael Gerber train. But uh, to his point, like once you are able to just learn the basics of those three most important financial statements. You're gonna learn that your that your money it tells a story about your business, you know. So we're not required to to know what they know, but at least know what your money is doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now nah, that makes a lot of sense. So we're up against another break. Uh, if y'all will, all three of you, in a sense, pay attention to the um, cut that I play after the commercial because um, I think, again, it's I just want to kind of hear your thoughts on this. So one of our guests that's been on the show, Rashad Howard, is a thought from him in reference to something he experienced, and I wanted to, in a sense, address where I see similarities and how he took what he experienced and what you're now going through, if you will, Keela. Again, it's partly due to your tenacity that, that stands out, and I'm glad to have you on this morning. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think.
5: If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong?
0: Or how about this one? Excuses made $0 an hour.
5: I like those. What's their IG?
0: At moneymotivation.co.
5: But do they have any ladies gear? Yes,
0: you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact... Pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, dot com and I'm gonna get you a few things so we can both look like money.
9: Everywhere I go, go. and everywhere I be, be, I don't even talk, talk. they still know it's me. Cause I look
10: like money. You know, I, I went back, got my gut center road cave back and took the contract and I got sued. And I got sued for the 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 suit I think it was, was for like for seventy five thousand dollars, and we ended up settling. And I don't remember how much I'm allowed to talk about or not, <laughs> But um, we ended up, <laughs> up settling.
0: But I got sued,
10: and I remember somebody saying I was at a motivational speaker's conference or what have you, probably about three four years before that. And I remember somebody saying he was he was you know kind of a kind of an a hole, but you know, but he was rich and you know. So I was listening, and he said, "Man, you're not in business till you get sued." Like you know, welcome to the new world. If, if you're getting sued, then you know you're in business because you're a threat to somebody. And, and at that point, you know now you know you've got some some real you got some real business that you can do. And so, I remember when I got the letters from from you know this person's lawyer, I was initially afraid because I'd never been thrust in that situation. And and then I remembered those words, and I got so excited because I was like, wait a second. These people think I'm a threat. (laughs) So whatever, you know, lack of self-confidence or insecurity that I was holding on to, they clearly didn't believe that that existed.
0: Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, best year in business, and the IRS still comes for you. Now what? Special guest, Keela Taylor accountant, Justin Hempstead, financial advisor, Mariko Tippett. You just heard a cut, again, from a friend, Rashad Howard, friend of the show, been on the show. And the thing that stood out to me, Keela, and I want to kind of hear your thoughts on that cut, I don't know if you've been through that specific experience, but, you know, if you're just now tuning in, Keela Taylor, um, you know, millennial mogul, she's kind of known here in the Atlanta area, basically, as she said, had an amazing 2020, and this year got hit. Technically, with some tech, tech tax penalties again, if you're just now tuning into the show, got hit with tax penalties. And so, in a similar stance, you hear Rashad saying, Hey, he got sued and he was afraid at first, but then he thought back to something that he had heard, you know, previously in some previous years and it, he gained confidence through it. And that's the one thing that you talked about, killer Ke- as you're going through this and being transparent and letting people know, hey, here's my experience that I'm going through. You talked about on that same post that got my attention saying you're going to come out of this thing stronger. And so I think that's something that quite often is unique to the entrepreneurs who are able to stay in business because the reality is, you know, each year, you know, the longer someone stays in the business, the numbers show that a lot of entrepreneurs, if you will, end up falling out of the game, if you will. And a lot of people don't know this. Only 16% of Americans are entrepreneurs. So it is a unique class, but I think it's that tenacity to face issues like you're facing now, stand out. So I just kind of wanted you to just, you know, again, tell me, you know, in that cut, what do you relate to? And, again, I think it speaks to the, the woman I've come to know. So go ahead, Queen.
3: Yes. Um, so I definitely think that, you know, being able to talk about it is definitely, um, that shows strength. And it shows growth, you know. And um, I've never been sued, but I have sued quite a few people. <laughs> um, I and that's, that's another situation where I've entered into some, you know, some real estate deals with, um, you know, like a real estate investor, just long story short. Um, you know, did two deals. I invested uh, $13,500. And I was supposed to get roughly a thirty thousand dollar return and the real estate developer. Um, he just basically I, I'm gonna say he preyed on, you know, me being a, a female with no rep, with no male representation. Um so my judgment was granted, but you know, once it's time to collect that something about a FIFA and collections attorney and all that type stuff. So I have not yet collected but you know, um it's 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 challenging, but no I have never been sued.
0: Yeah, and like I said, it wasn't not specifically have you been sued. I I thought the part for me that was similar was how he said he when he got sued initially he was afraid and I'm assuming opening up mm-hmm. uh, that mailbox you talked about earlier was you know, like you said, you had no intentions of defrauding or anything with the government mm. to find out. I'm pretty sure that was a very fearful moment. And I was just saying to me, like, you're similar to a, to how Rashad responded in the sense that you're basically announcing to the world, I'm going through this, but I'm going to come out stronger. He announced that he mm. actually gained confidence from something that was very fearful. And I'm pretty sure a lot of entrepreneurs have been through that. And, I've been, and so maybe I'm sorry if I didn't make it clear. But I just felt like that was the relatable part, and so just even speaking to how you're, as you said, announcing it, being strong, letting people know. But I, I just still applaud you for that. You're not fear. You're not. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Again, I'm pretty sure it's scary to a degree, but it's not stopping you. And I've seen entrepreneurs face these type of things, and they're done.
3: Can I touch yeah. on that? Because yes, um, real quick, I'll, I'll be short. Sure. But yeah, when I got those letters and I opened them up, of course, like your stomach turned. Y'all know the feeling I'm talking about when, when I don't know, you, you, your stomach it just it just like it it, it turns, you know. Um, it, it it don't quite hit you right there at the moment, but as it sinks in, it puts you in a state of depression. It really it, it kind of put me in a state of depression. Um, it, it does make you feel like you want to just throw the whole damn business away. So for me, sometimes I have to sleep away um, something just to escape it for a second. And hopefully when I wake mm-hmm. up, I'm ready to tackle it. That's kind of how I deal with, with things. I, I shut down. My problems are my problems. I don't want to put my problems on nobody else. My energy is fucked up, so I don't talk on the phone. I don't talk to nobody. Um But I know that this is something that I have to face. So, I, I, you know, I get my shit together, and I deal with it. I tackle that shit. And I'm coming for that shit. No, I love it. I'm coming for them. (laughs) And
7: and the (laughs) thing to really take away from this is it shows you have a viable business. Um, It shows that you are able to produce. Um, It shows, you know, that if you can do it once, you can do it again. So,
9: if mm-hmm. somebody's
7: suing you or the IRS is coming after you, it means you've done right because, regardless of the misstep or how the misstep happened, your business is producing, and that's what we all want. You know, we want that top line to grow, and you're doing that. We just need to change a few things and rearrange a couple of things so that the next year we don't have to worry about the IRS. We understand what we're doing because now we're looking forward instead of looking backwards. Um, and, and you know if you can produce it one year, you can produce it a second year. So that's what I get from that. Um, and that part, for me, is exciting. Hey, that's how
0: we're um Justin, Thank you're- you. Justin, your thoughts to that cut or anything you want to add to this, and we'll start opening up the phone. have got a couple of callers out there. For the callers, if you want to ask a question or give us your three cents, again, we're, that's what we do. Um, you have to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. If you're online, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, that number is 646-787-1691. You have to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. Justin, again, anything you got for us, King? Sure, Keila. Just, just kind of reiterating on
6: what what you've already said. You know, when you have a profitable year, that and they see that you're doing well, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna hold the
2: microscope to you,
6: but. As as black entrepreneurs, it's our responsibility, or well, as entrepreneur in general, it doesn't matter what color you are. But but now I'm speaking to you. As black entrepreneurs, we have to stay on top of it in order to know that okay, if they come if they come for me, I've got something waiting for them. One one thing up. I will say that and this is something that I was taught as as I and I continue to learn, document everything. If your accountant yes. was hired and you you paying them five hundred dollars before they start, document it. Document this is your responsibility. Or no, I want you to lay out your scope of work to me. That's what you if you want to speak in their cleaning Lay out your scope of work. What is it that you're going to be
2: doing?
6: That way it's not going to be questionable, well why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? But document Everything and that will, uh, well, we are we are being real, right? So I can say, I, I can say, yes. of I you
2: know we are
6: your ass. You will be covering your ass when you document
2: everything because yep.
6: it doesn't matter if the accountant right. comes for you, anybody else comes for you, the IRS. If you document it,
0: they can't say anything. Absolutely.
3: And here's the reality. That's a great no, point. No, go ahead,
0: Keith. No, absolutely. Go ahead, Keith. No, that was it. That, mm-hmm.
3: that, that, that's a great point. um Fortunately, I, you know, nothing was ever paid, you know, in cash, things like that. But you're right. I never received the scope of work. And this is another thing, too. You don't, sometimes we don't always know up front what questions to ask. So we, mm-hmm. we identify our problems and our needs to them, but that's it. You know, we, we're relying on their expertise to understand what our pains and our needs are. But you are absolutely right, and, and, and the craziest part about all of this is, I'm not even mad at her.
2: And, and oh, you don't know wow! What you don't You're
0: know. in that space now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah.
0: No, I love it. I love it because that, that that being in that space will absolute. Again, you got to still go through it, but it will make getting through it so much easier. And it is crazy. It just, it just pops into my head. A post I put up this week um I'm trying to paraphrase it now I got it from uh, one of one of the um queens that follows me or whatever and I posted it and it says something to the degree that your biggest test is how you handle the people who mishandle you and so so oh. it just pops in my head when you said that but the reality is i and I just kind of added my little black Socrates commentary to the post and I just simply said uh, whatever you can do to give that person who mishandles you the least amount of energy is going to make your moving on that more, that much more successful. So I definitely understand and respect that sentiment. I'm I, It's a big of you because I know you're still in it. Like we're not, we're not having this show mm-hmm. a year from now when you've already mm-hmm. come through it and already done with it, which would be easy to say, oh, I'm forgiven her now. But for you to be in this space mm-hmm. already is absolutely major and a credit to you. And, um, you know, and I want to, You know, just even highlight for anybody out there listening, hopefully, you know, these entrepreneurs are out there listening, soaking up this game. As I listen to these things, the reality is, as you said earlier, Rico, and I've talked about this on the show many a time, especially African-Americans, many of us are first-generation entrepreneurs, uh, you know, in reference to, to a degree in this country, in a sense, Groups that we're competing with, if you will. And it's just, you know, speaking to that reality, not making an excuse. But with that said, um, a lot of the things that y'all are talking about absolutely can seem overwhelming. And it's the reality to how entrepreneurs end up working 80 hours compared, again, because I'm still part-time. I'm not a full-time entrepreneur. Uh, but compared mm-hmm. to the 40 hours that mm-hmm. many other people work and a lot of people really don't believe that's true. But to wear all those hats. Have to go learn about the numbers. Have to be able to say ask for a scope of work, as you said, something you didn't even think to ask for, right? And you don't know what you don't know, but that's part of why there's only 16 percent of the country that actually are entrepreneurs. So um, we got to go. We're at the top of the hour, but just Keela, just any thoughts to you know somebody jumping into this thing, but well, you know, and that that 80 hours is really what entrepreneurs do compared to those of us who you know kind of hold on to. To the to the slave ship as you called it a little earlier, but just any thoughts on that? For mm-hmm. quick thought, and then we're going to go to the top of the hour break.
3: Yeah, you know, just just like me, if you don't know what questions to ask moving forward, you know, I would I, I have this thing where I go I Google everything. So you know how to how to word this? in the question, uh, a good questions to uh, compelling questions to ask um, your, a, a new prospective CPA. Just
4: see, you
3: know, just and, and reach out to you know friends and business friends and business associates. Nah, makes
0: know, sense, and when some, we come. Some some fact, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. a nah, out of fact, let's do that when we come out of this um, out of this break. When we come out, we got a CPA on here, we got a financial advisor. Let's walk our entrepreneurs that may be listening um, through the process oh. of how maybe to interview a, a, a CPA so that they're not you know stuck in the situation that you've been through. Keela. I will be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show where all I ask is that you think. Um, We do play a little music from our sponsor, Square Business Entertainment. This is Joe Blee's Different Now. Sit back and enjoy the music, and we'll be right back with this morning's discussion question. Best year in business, and the IRS still comes from you. Now what? All I ask is that you think.
9: Different now, had our differences, made no difference now. now. Maybe the next wanna stick around. Maybe y'all'll be perfect, same circus, different clown. Different now, like two chains through a same, move the same. New rules, new game. Back on my Liu Look who came to do what you came. Make a moves in two lanes, make a music that bang, bang, make a fool of you lame. True, true, now tell me they don't make a difference. You want the love you don't know about the life. You can't afford it if you ask them about the price. And if the finish line is the winning prize, why we run the lights? You want the love you don't know about the life?
0: Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host Montoya Smith, aka Black Soccer Tees. Again, that's Joe Blee's different. Now found that on all music streaming platforms: YouTube Music, Spotify, iTunes. Again, thank you for Square Business for being one of our sponsors. Love the music they're putting out. Uh, that comes from the album Bet On Myself by Joe Bleeds whole album is fire, if I could say so myself. This morning's discussion question, best year in business and the IRS still comes from you, comes for you. Now what? A special guest, Keela Taylor, as well as Justin Hempstead and Mariko Tippett. And so uh, we, Keela kind of just mentioned the idea of, you know, asking the right questions, figuring it out. So, you know, someone who is getting into business or even currently in business, um, I'm pretty sure these questions, in a sense, could apply, um, but I'm actually going to throw it to you, Justin. You are an accountant, uh, and, again, I'm pretty sure you've referred people. You've done the work, uh, but how does someone get a very good accountant, which I know you are, what type of questions do you expect from business owners to let you know, you know, you got to be on your game, if you will, because to a degree, isn't that what the interview process should say? Hey, can we work together, you know, while you want to acquire the business? To a degree, some owners probably ask questions unless you know, all right, this person show up again. I know you're gonna do best you can for everyone, but still, you know, there's some ways you could, in a sense, make sure that account stays on their game. So I'll start with you, Justin.
6: Most definitely. They one thing that you're gonna you're gonna get asked as as a CPA, one, what is your experience level? So you you don't want someone who's just um, taking a couple of accounting courses off of YouTube, handling your books for your business. You want someone that you know has experience in it, and to go even deeper. What is your experience with the company that operates out of my, outside of my industry? Um, that's because mm-hmm. there are different regulations. For different industries, the janitorial industry is uh, entirely different than the retail industry. So you want to know the difference uh, that your accountant is aware of the regulations. The janitorial company has to know things about health and working in hospitals, and where the retail facility. They want to know that they're bringing in more money than they're than they're uh, spending. You know, so. When you look at it like that, you need to know the experience level. You also want to know um, what is it that they can do if you were ever placed in a situation with the internal revenue. How would they go about handling it? If they don't have any experience in in going up against the IRS, what would they recommend if, you, if say, it's a, a family member or a friend,
2: and they've never really
6: had to go up against an like that, um, how would they recommend you doing this? Those are the, the top two questions.
0: There are a lot of others that are out there. No, thank you for that. Mariko, Mariko you said something very telling yeah, yeah. and very important. That um in the beginning of this show again I don't know if you just picked up on the second hour but I want to just highlight this as we move as I ask you you know kind of ask you this but you talked about the idea of and I'm guilty where basically we go into business as technicians and we're trying to scale our business bring in more revenue and things of that nature like I said or like I said in the first hour not always understanding the difference between different. Um, financial sheets, if you will, financial, you know, understanding the health of your business. But the thing that you particularly said is if we could start out with the professional, and, 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 in a sense. And so if someone's wanted to take that advice and start out with professional, professional, uh, and you're saying, hey, this person needs to sit down and do these things with you, uh, what's your approach? And I know, you know, to a degree, let's you know, if you will, if you need to speak to your business, this is something that you're particularly, uh, community wealth builders, I don't even know if you mentioned it, uh, but that's something that you're looking to do is kind of take small businesses, uh, you know, by the hand sooner than they typically would reach out to the professional, not waiting till they've gotten the money and having a professional go back and clean it up. I've had so many accountants come on and talk about how hard that is to do versus you like you just suggested, learn the books, but what do they ask? What are you looking for? What do you recommend as an advisor to say, hey, this is a good accountant. What are you looking for?
7: So for me, um, two things. Number one is what we track, we control, and what we control, we can improve. Um, And what I mean by this is we need to create metrics that we're looking for within our business. These metrics are going to give us a clue or a key as to the direction that we are going. Second, we're all expecting. Expecting to be profitable, um, and, and I think profitable is a tricky word because you can have a profitable business, but your cash flow is poor and you're still broke. Um, and I know people are scratching their heads, wondering how does that happen, but it happens every day. Um, so, so what we're really looking for is, are we growing um, the wealth of the business? And are we growing the wealth of, of ourselves personally? Because ultimately we're using our business to grow our personal wealth. At least that's the way it should work. Um, so what we want to do is we want to, to, to show you or teach you um, in the beginning. We, my company wants to start from the bottom up, not the top down. Most advisors, you know, want you to go make a lot of money and then bring it to them. Um, What I want to do is I want to help you grow your business and grow your personal wealth. So I'm starting with you at the beginning so we don't take these missteps. And essentially, we're compressing the time that it takes you to go from start so whatever your number is, but you got to know what the number is. If if I sit down with the client, I can ask you three questions, and I know right away the the health of your business. Um, and we 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 didn't even touch on you know as Kela was talking about, but you know she has three businesses and she's putting all three of them on the schedule C. The first question that I was asked would ask is why is she structured that way um, is there a better or more efficient way to structure these three businesses um, to give her a better purview of what's going on um, so, so there's a lot that we can dig into there's a lot that we can digest um, and i can't stress enough um, if you could bring on someone that speaks the language of business and can help you translate in the very
0: beginning why not do that? No, great point, Keila. Um, you are the star of this show. Of uh, you here, as you know, as Rico say, "Hey, this is a question he might ask you." Uh, but even before you, you know, even, I'm not necessarily ask ask you to answer it on the show. But I, what I will ask is, mm-hmm. now that you've moved on from the, you know, the former accountant that you, as you said previously, you're not even mad at her anymore. So beautiful in that sense. Uh, what did you? I'm assuming you maybe got a referral, and what 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 did you do different in acquiring who maybe was helping you now versus maybe how you acquired the original accountant? Because again, that difference could be something that entrepreneurs out there listening could relate to.
3: So y'all know that saying, right? Slow uh, to hire, quick to fire. So <laughs> I knew that I was going to part ways with that. That CPA because you know the audit, it was just like pulling teeth to even get a response. Like, why are you not being responsive? You know, so I knew that it was. I had reached the. I mean, I knew that it was time to part ways. You know, in that relationship, and you know, so segueing into that whole um, flow to hire, it's challenging. I do have a a a new c t a who you know is, is he's 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 fairly thorough and um you know i like him he's knowledgeable and he's been you know helping me with restructuring certain things and getting forms submitted. What these forms are, I have no idea. He tells me to do it. I I (laughs) I sign off on it and I send it in. But you know, in 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 total honesty, I don't think it's gonna stop there. I'm still learning, and this is just one challenge that I'm dealing with in all of the business, right? You know, you, right. you got the, the the franchising that you're working on. You got this franchise attorney where you're trying to review this FDD document. I got Goldman Sachs that I'm dealing with. I'm also teaching and mentoring. Um, and then you got your day to day operations. And I thank God for my support system because it had I not had, if, if, if I didn't have a support system, <laughs> shit. Well,
0: you wouldn't be on the phone with me say now. What I might <laughs> Oh, hey, so you you you, ain't, doors, you ain't, but. <laughs> yeah yeah well you might not have forgiven the you might not have forgiven her so easy.
3: <laughs> Listen, all I can say is right now I am looking at this form one forty one fifty seven dash A tax return preparer fraud or misconduct affidavit. I got it sitting there, but um you know it's 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 in my it's it, it's on my radar every day, but no um. I do have a a new individual who's been, you know, helping me come out of this thing. But I also hired a um, IRS uh, enrolled, an enrolled agent. Enrolled agent. Yeah, to assist me, you know, with the audit. So I'm working with two people right now, and I make sure that you know we're we're meeting. And sometimes I'm just sitting on these Zoom calls and I'm listening to them go back and forth about things. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, and it, it and it makes me feel right. like, damn, Keila, you ain't got your shit together. You need to get your shit together. So with that being said, like I would sit there, but I would jot down like little keywords, like okay, um, mm-hmm. um, like like the schedule C or the S corp. Mm-hmm. That, that was another thing, the S corp, and it's some other stuff. So you know, I um, I would jot down these keywords and I would just do my own little research on YouTube, get different people's perspectives, you know, to 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 help me learn.
2: No,
0: that's a key and, thing. And We're actually key. up against another break, so we'll, let me do this real quick, Rico. Uh, let's go to this break, and I'm gonna ask Justin to um, give some insight on S Corp because I know he's a huge fan of it. I don't know if it necessarily will help you at this point, Keela, but then it's just something that a lot of uh, our entrepreneurs need to hear. He spoke about it on the show before, so since you brought that word up, let's highlight that um, coming out of the break. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. Have you heard about that podcast, Mental Dialogue? It's so good it should be illegal. But if you miss the live show every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio, be sure to catch replays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, and all other streaming platforms. We are the return of intelligent radio, and we are the best in the world at having hard conversations on race, sex, gender, and business in the African American community. And remember, all I ask is that you think. If you are a small business owner, do you and your accountant implement a tax strategy to pay quarterly taxes throughout the year, or do you wait until the end of year during tax season to write off all expenses to lower your taxable income? If this is you, stop. Call Bennett Tax and Accounting today. With over 15 years of experience working with major companies, this boutique firm has opened up to show small business owners how to strategize like the major companies and position themselves for growth with not only effective tax strategies, but also specializing in new business formation, bookkeeping services, cash flow management, payroll, and business evaluation to secure bank financing. Basically, all the things you need but have kept putting off, but those days are over. Bennett Tax and Accounting to the rescue. Contact them at 770-545-2145 and ask for RUN. Again, 770-545-2145. Two one four
2: five, and let them save you from
0: yourself. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host Montoya Smith, aka Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question: Best year in business, and the IRS still comes for you. Now what? A special guest, business mogul Keila Taylor, count Justin Hempstead, financial advisor Mariko Tippett, and. Justy want to start with you because she brought up, you know, she's still trying to figure this thing out and, and go. Th- she's in the middle of it, right? And so she mentions hey, writing down the note, S Corp. And I remember when I had you on the show where we said how to scale your black-owned business. Uh, you really delve into that, saying how many of our businesses start out with the wrong structure from your opinion as an accountant, how things could be very different and how the health of the business looks when they're going for loans and things of that nature It could start out and be structured different, or sometimes it's smart to change to that structure. So if you will, um, I'm actually asking for some, you know, some details here again because we're, um, you know, Keeler, she's bringing out. I know this show is a niche market for the entrepreneurs. We're not, in a sense, reaching everybody that we normally Reach For the two callers that are out there, press 1 if you're wanting to speak, if you're just enjoying the show, no problem. If you're online and would like to ask a question, because we do have experts, 646-787-1691. It's 646-787-1691. You have to press 1 if you want to speak. Go ahead, Justin.
6: All right, Keep, you know, uh, I will speak to that. One, one thing when you look at the structure of, of the business family, most people may be with the OLC.
2: Well, so Hold
0: on one, one LLC, second, LLC. Justin. Hold on one second, Justin. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, Justin. Um, Rico, can you hear Justin? He sounds muffled for me, and I'm assuming that's what the audience is hearing. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Okay, got it. So yes, yeah, so I don't know. So I don't know if it's the way you're speaking. You may have to call back in again. We're all on phones, just for those who don't know. Um, but it might just be the way you're speaking to the phone. But we couldn't hear you. Go ahead. Try try it again, King. If not, we'll have you call back in. Okay. All right. Is that is that better? Yeah. Whatever you're doing now, so y'all keep doing that. Hold, hey, oh. keep, keep one leg holding up and your hand open.
2: Bounce on one foot, and we can hear. <laughs> okay.
0: All
6: right. All right. Well as i was saying um a lot of people are familiar with the llc business structure when they when they get ready to set up a business most people set up an llc it's uh, one of the cheaper uh, structures to set up and it provides asset protection right but the one thing about an llc you can choose how you want to be taxed So if you're going to be A single member LLC that's when I I'm hearing if I remember correctly um, Keila, you said That yours goes on to a schedule C uh, Whereas if you if you, That's if you're a single-member LLC and you don't choose to be taxed any other way. Um, but the S corporation, is, another, you have that option of selecting that you want to be an S corporation. The thing I love about an S corporation, you're a separate entity. So all activity that occurs for the business would definitely be on the S corporation's return, but it flows over. Tiers. So let me explain that a little bit in detail. So any, the income that you earn for the S corp, let's just say you earned a hundred thousand, and then you had, after all the expenses and deductions, you fifty thousand dollars of tax taxable income. Well, that taxable income, the fifty thousand, is going to flow over to your personal return versus the full hundred thousand being included in your gross income on your ten forty um you you're the s corporation is is perfect for small businesses when you when you really look at it you don't have double taxation you know you're only getting taxed on the portion that remains after the um the income less the deductions and expenses versus being double taxed like a C corporation would.
0: Nah it makes a lot of sense. Um Rico, anything you would like to add? Um how many businesses do you see uh that maybe could be structured different that you help? Uh do you and when you're helping them, do you do you recommend that they switch? Is there a time It's better to switch than not. I don't know, again, just what are you seeing out there? Because, again, I know you've been doing this for a while. Go ahead, King.
7: Absolutely. So so here are the numbers. There are 31.5 million small businesses in America. Of that, 25 million are sole proprietors or one-owner companies. Ninety percent of the 25 million um, choose to be taxed um, as a pass-through entity. Which means they are not an S corp or C corp or multi-member partnership, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so they're not taking advantage of the tax code um, in the way that they're utilizing their business. So first of all, I said if you're grossing less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars per year, you should be doing your own books. You should be doing entering, you know, the data into QuickBooks or whatever platform you want to use. Um, Secondly, if your income is greater than, I would say, $40,000 per year, um, you should probably start thinking about um, not being um, just a pass-through entity. That's using the Schedule C, and you should start thinking about um, becoming an S-Corporation. The beauty of this is you pay less in taxes because you don't have to pay self-employment tax. So if all of you know, as an employee, you're paying half of your self-employment tax, and the organization that you work for pays the other half. Well, as an S-Corporation, as an entrepreneur, you have to pay both. Um but as an S Corp you are able to only pay that tax on um, the, the salary that you designate for yourself. Um, so the rest of it doesn't, um, you don't have to pay self employment taxes. So that can save you money in the long run. Um, there are other strategies that we could use that we could talk about um, that are also beneficial um, for being an escort versus um, just being a pass through. But the the biggest thing is just knowing what your numbers are, you know, and looking at the options and saying, well, what if we do this or what if we do that? Um, and, And presenting you information that you can make a business decision and you can say, I think this would be best for me instead of going this route. And that's what we want to be. We want to utilize the information that we get from our accountants, CPAs, financial advisors, so we can make the best business decisions for ourselves.
0: Now, it makes a lot of sense because typically, as you said, at the very beginning of the show, we're literally just saying, how do we keep the IRS off of us? So that's not necessarily hard to do for the most part, as long as you're doing above board practices. Obviously, the laws change and you could make mistakes. But the better approach to scaling a business uh, for those who even think of maybe leaving something for the next generation, it would require saying, hey, what are these numbers best help we do? Uh, and, you know, specific, specifically to our community, a lot of times uh, the larger companies that we admire, that's how they got there. They've been making those decisions uh, uh, the the whole way. So you're just saying, hey, I can help small businesses start making those very same decisions. They don't have to wait till they have a whole bunch of income and or get to that point. To, to try to do that, we can get them there faster if they're asking these, answering and asking these questions. Oh, we actually got a caller. code 404 last 3187. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion.
5: Good morning. This is Sher Don. Um, this is such a good conversation, and I'm uh, so excited. Shout out to Keela. Uh Hey, love. I adore you. But I love that you guys are talking about escort, particularly because I've been having this exact same conversation with my accountant on me transitioning my business to an escort. And I also appreciate just the honesty with Keylord just saying you don't know what you don't know. And so often in entrepreneurship, you feel like you're judged for not knowing or that someone reduces. Uh, the value of what you do know because of what
2: you don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, most can, importantly,
5: oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and, I, that's, that's, and, that, really
0: and that could be really, really hurtful and key to how willing you are to Ask the right questions because of that. Yeah. I can imagine how difficult that is. And it's a whole other factor that a lot of people never think about for a business owner. So I'm glad that's really key to get onto that psychology of it. I'm sorry to cut you off, Queen, but it was just, yes, I wanted you to know how much I understood what you just said. That, that was very point. Go ahead, Queen. I'm sorry.
5: Yeah, no, and I appreciate that because the reality of it is we're experts in where in the industry that we're in, right? She's gained her success and wealth based on what she knows and she's knowledgeable enough to know that I don't know what I don't know. And let me now go out and try to find someone who can help me in that space. But the challenge becomes then that person is an expert. This took me a long time to find an accountant that I trust, right? Because in passing, you meet different accountants. First of all, it's a scary place to trust people with your money, number one, especially when you're not um, educated in that space. But then when you come across someone and they're like, well, you didn't know that you should do this and you didn't know that you should do that, or it's just kind of that um, mm-hmm. condescending tone. Mm-hmm. And you like, don't question my intelligence. And particularly most entrepreneurs are alpha personalities to begin with. So they definitely can't receive somebody questioning their intelligence. And so, you know, I would just say, Make it a safe space. CPAs or anybody that's in business, even us supporting each other, make it a safe space for people to ask questions because we need more successful business owners. And I think some of our hindrance is because we don't get the information and knowledge that we need because we don't make it safe for each other to No, reach that's out major.
0: And ask that's major. Um, Keela, any thoughts to what Shadon said? obviously she says she loves you, so uh, I know I had you muted for a second. So anything you want to drop um in you know, address that Shadon has brought to the table.
3: I love Shadon. She she's she's absolutely right. Um, you know, any any entrepreneurs, you know, our, our job, our mission is to is to, to, to act and walk and, and move and lead in in our purpose, in our strength. We're not num Some of us might not be numbers people, so we're relying and we're entrusting someone else's expertise. You know, my 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 mission in purpose is to build entrepreneurs. It's a you know, it's to provide quality workspace for entrepreneurs to grow. You know, <laughs> I, I don't want to focus on mm-hmm. the, the numbers, <laughs> but she's absolutely right. You know. Um, Integrity is everything. and Don't don't make us, you know, feel like we're um doing don't don't discourage us with, "Oh, you you don't you ain't keeping records. No. No, like No, I did keep that's them. What we now help you me. <laughs> like,
0: you know what I mean? Right. Like, no,
7: Teach I didn't keep. Me them. Help me, mom. Show me what I need to do to fill the gap.
0: Yes. No, I love it. Love it. Great point, Shadun. We're actually up against the break, and I got some other callers. You know, I love to keep you on when I can, Shadun, but I'm going to go ahead and get to the other callers. But thank you. That's a, a great point. As much as we're trying to help these entrepreneurs, accountants, if y'all out there listening, get on your game and don't make them feel like she said. I do agree. Again, we only talk about 16% of the country or even in plunge. And so the last thing you want to do to somebody with that, as she said, that alpha mindset, is to make them feel less than. Hell no. Don't do that. So thank you so much, Queen, for that um, beautiful thought. Thank you. Well, absolutely. We are up against the break. Uh, Brother Pianchi, I think I see you out there. I'll get to you coming out of the break as well. Um, 916, we'll get to you coming out of the break as well. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialog Talk Show. All I ask is that you think. Another song from Square Business Entertainment's Joe Bleeds Top Floor.
9: Please, oh. I'll be on the top floor, meet me on the top floor, way up on the top floor, I wish you could see life through my binoculars, the world half full of shit but I'm an optimist, <laughs> Now I realize different, we just different though. Sometimes differences can make us difficult. Question is, what did he make us different from? Now inside my mirror, I see miracles. And you will have no name without no ID. You think it's a stretch, no Pilates. Cash will make you clear unless you highly You'll be a new addition worth the body. It's your prerogative, you gotta live. It's your life, your choice, and thank God that it is. Bobbing, taking us high till we in silence. I, I be on the, I be on the top flow. Way up on the way up on the top flow. Top point of view with the top flow. Partners call me please, homie, not Joe. I wish you could see life through our binoculars. Half the world full of shit, but I'm an optimist. Way up on the top floor, we see them watching us. But by the time it's popular, it don't pop to us. Hold up, stop the bus. The way it's blowing up, it's like it's about the bust. And we are opposite, they could not be us. You should stop with the shenanigans and shop with us.
2: Square Business,
0: Square business Entertainment brings you R&B. And hip hop from Joe Bleas. Check them out on all streaming platforms. This morning's discussion question. Best year in business, and the IRS still comes for you. Now what? Special guest, Keila Taylor, accountant, Justin Hempstead, financial advisor, Mariko Tippett. We got some more callers. Let's go ahead and get to these callers. Area code 314 last 3600. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion.
1: One toy, it's Pianchi calling from the Midwest and the South. How are you doing?
0: Doing good, King. Thanks a lot. For, it's our number one caller. All the truth seekers out there listening know. Brother Pianchi is our <laughs> oh. number one caller. Well, Thank you for calling me, King.
1: I don't know about all this. But look, this is a heck of a question. Now, I can't tell you about entrepreneurship, but I can tell you about running a corporation. And and. The position that I was in, the only reason the IRS would come out to us is if you didn't deposit those employer withheld taxes, Mm -hmm. Uh, the federal taxes, federal unemployment taxes, Medicare taxes, and... Depending on how much payroll you had like if our payroll went in on a Tuesday And we use a payroll service. We didn't do it that ourselves. That's too much And the payroll checks came back Wednesday and we passed them out Thursday Or well, Friday, you know because of the size we had to deposit those with uh, withheld taxes the next day And some companies when they start off they're required to deposit those taxes once a month or semi weekly now if you don't if you mess up on those taxes it's different if you got problems with the uh, federal taxes with the corporation if you mess up on the withholding taxes they'll go after you personally your bank account your house your car your children I didn't pay any estimated taxes on the company because the nature of the company, we was in construction, commercial construction. And therefore, I had to have an accountant that was familiar with my particular brand of commercial construction, which was still erection. And it's not like the regular commercial construction. So mm-hmm. I chose an accountant. Uh, he uh, was already doing with my competitors, so he worked out very well. And I would tell people, too, that uh, when you work in a corporation, you should categorize and apply a number to every expense that you make, whether it's your gasoline, whether it is your insurance, whether it's your supplies, it's your credit cards, whatever. And I would advise people if you're running a business out of the house, don't try to write off the front room, half of the bathroom, and three quarters of the kitchen toward the business. That'll get you in a lot of trouble because it's question questioning that. But anything else is written off to the business. Credit cards, and like I said, credit your lunch, take somebody to lunch, that's on a credit card for the business. And uh, that is written off. And at the end of the year, all those liabilities expenses accounts receivable is worked against your revenue thus by which affects your profits and uh i ran a uh, s corporation because the company was taxed at my particular tax rate and i didn't have to tax twice and that depends on what an individual wants to do and uh you know, that's the advice I can get, give you. But I tell you what, uh, you can pierce the veil on the revenue of the company. That pierce the veil is when you keep a arm's length between your personal and your company. If you let the two mm-hmm. intermingle, then you're looking for trouble. But I can tell you this, and I know people who've gotten in trouble, is when you start spinning those withholding taxes to either operate that business, which really can't be negotiated. But if you start spending those withholding taxes on other things, they'll come out to you. You know, you'd be walking down the street, look behind you, it would be some guys with dark glasses looking like the Blues Brothers. <laughs> you better
0: run.
4: <laughs>
0: no, I could dig it. Um, always appreciate, that's an amazing three cents, a lot of gain within, within your three cents. So I'm going to call it four cents today, and you, you've you always kind of volunteered uh, of what, you, you know, what you know. what You're know. at that stage now where you're just kind of giving out the wisdom, and this is the expertise. So I appreciate the three cents. I'm actually going to go to Rico. Uh, what, you know, one thing that I uh, appreciate that, I'm sorry, before I let you go, three cents, uh, Brother Bianchi. Always thanks for calling in, King. Thank you. And so, Rico, I'm going to go to you here. Um, he, I, he said one thing that we've already mentioned, the idea of finding an accountant that understands your industry, which he said he did that. And then he gave a lot of details or whatever. So anything that, in a sense, that you want to pick on or pick up on or stand out that Brother Pianchi brought to the table. To the other callers out there, you do have to press 1. I see some of y'all just jumped on. It's your first time calling. You do have to press 1 to actually come on the show and speak. Go ahead, Rico.
7: So, I thought it was some great points, but um, one of the things that I want to say is, number one, we shouldn't be afraid of the IRS. Um, number two, taxes is literally the, the biggest bill that any of us pay, whether it's personal, professional, business, S-Corp, C-Corp, taxes is the largest bill that we pay. Um, second... We want to pay what we're obligated to pay and not a dollar more. Which means if there are write offs that we can legitimately take, we should take them. We shouldn't be afraid, you know, well, if I do this, then it's going to trigger an audit. Okay, let them audit me um if 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 we're doing what we're supposed to do we shouldn't have to worry about the process um that people go through and one of the questions that i would ask of an accountant CPA firm that's doing my taxes is do you provide audit protection? um protection if you look at TurboTax that's one of the biggest things that that they show you um when you do your taxes if you are audited we stand behind our work so if you're an CPA or accountant, do you stand behind your work? If I get audited,
0: how will you help me through this process?
7: Um, so I don't need you
0: buying no tickets to fly to fly the San Juan on me <laughs> when they come <laughs> for me.
2: <laughs>
4: exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and you know
0: my account is on vacation permanently. Can y'all wait to the I come back? <laughs> uh Uncle <Sam.
2: laughs>
7: And my bank account just emptied out for some reason. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> but but it's literally we just need to get ourselves knowledgeable. You know, at least to a point where we understand the basics. And again. Um, growing, I call it the money squad. Um, growing your money squad. That's a financial advisor, um, a personal finance coach, an accountant, CPA, or a bookkeeper. Um, and, and these are the people that you're growing your mastermind alliance that's going to help you get to where you want to be. That's going to help you achieve the level of success that you want. Um, and, and my company, this is what we do. Um, we want to, start from the ground up and, and, and give you the path and the direction and the advice um, that we know you're going to need later. So, again, why not start yeah, with help that? You, from help the you build your,
0: no, absolutely, to help build your money squad. I like that term. We got a couple of callers, but is trying to get back in as well. So I'm going to go to the caller. Um, Keela, again, I know you're here with us or whatever, and, and, and I'm hoping that, we you know, we're just covering this whole thing. Well, but let's go to the callers. Got them out there. Anybody else that wants to get in, you have to press one. Area code 916-3257. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion.
8: Good morning. Good morning. This is Tamika. I am calling from California. Um, really nice to hey, be on today, up, Montoya. Queen. Good to hear your voice.
0: Yeah, nah, um,
8: one, thank you. All for the amazing conversation around taxes, in particular the points about uh, S corps and, of course, some of the advice that Brother Pianchi mentioned. I was just wondering if you guys could speak to that um, initial stage of education. I, I run a nonprofit and several other businesses, and I, I really just uh, uh, that education piece around multi-channel streams um, of income companies and understanding the right accountant for that, and then how do you you handle the management between bookkeeping, accounting, and um, tax audits. So that would be a, just kind of an important thing to touch upon, especially entrepreneurs who are having to live all those spaces at once. And thank no, you all so much Justin. for I'm the advice that that you've to you. been giving, and <laughs> it's been helpful.
0: No, absolutely. Justin, you're the financial literary, literacy educator, so I'm going to go ahead and throw that to you first. And, of course, um, both of you as is- Keila and Marika, y'all kind of jump in, but go ahead, Justin, if you can kind of start answering her, uh, Tamika's question. Thank you for calling in, Tamika.
6: Tamika, thanks. Thanks for calling in. But definitely, um, one thing I would say with when you, we're going to touch on the S the S corp situation first. When you're when you're looking at the S corp, uh, I think some great points have been made about that already. As far as when you're setting up your your business entity and you want to I guess keep things separate And you're keeping them separate The S corporation is going to help Allow you to do that Now when you are looking at it From the book, the bookkeeper's responsibility And the tax accountant's responsibility They should be In communication with each other The bookkeeper is The person who is going to be responsible For those books Making sure things are in balance Providing what we called earlier The checks and balances For your company the tax person is just going to take that information and apply the tax law to it to get the best benefit. He the, he or she will know what type of deductions will come along with what the bookkeeper provides. So as um, our guest from the Midwest, I, I don't, what, was his na- what was his name
0: again, Montoya? Brother Pianti. Yeah, Brother piaki
6: Brother Brother Ghiatti, Um As he said, you P- want P- to I. have that separate. Tianti. Mm-hmm. As he as he said, you want to have those things separate, so your bookkeeper will help allow you to do that. Whether you're operating outside of your home, whether you're whether you actually have a um, an office space um, inside your home, you know, you want to have those things separated, and your tax advisor will actually be able to say, okay, well, we can deduct this versus that. Um, when we look at the nonprofit segment, you want to make sure anything that's coming in is being spent specifically towards the nonprofit. It shouldn't be something where you have a non profit organization and you're you're set up to serve the community, but the money is going towards your light bill um, your personal light bill i should say not the nonprofit um, space if they if you have a center or something yeah that's an expense the nonprofit can take on but it shouldn't just be going to pocket pocket you know for personal gain or anything like that mm-hmm. so your bookkeeper would be responsible for providing that information your non your tax provider would be the person responsible for filing the proper forms. So there is a there is a line between the two. They're not the same. I get upset when people call me a
0: bookkeeper. I'm not a bookkeeper. Um, no, nah, I love I'm it. Tired. Hey, let me do this. We're actually up against the break. No, nah, no, nah, I love it, King. We're actually up against the break. Uh, we're going to do the break. I'm going to keep Tamika on just in case I want to make sure we're answering her question in just in case y'all need some clarity because we've got to pick back up. So I do apologize for that. Got to take care of my sponsor before we get off the air. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialog Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. LNG Technology Services, we are your industry leader in aircraft and heavy equipment repair services. In commercial business, for over 15 years, LNG technicians have over 150 years of equipment-specific knowledge and are known industry-wide for returning worn-out, broken, and overused ground support equipment back to the user in working better than new conditions. For a service job done right at a value unparalleled in the industry, contact LNG Technology Services at 478 781 Four eight six zero. Again, for a service job done right, that number is 478-781-4860. LNG Technologies is a Mental Dialogue Gold member and proud sponsor of the Mental Dialogue community. If you have a product or service, you want to get out to the smartest audience in all of radio, which is being proven by the callers that are calling in currently, please follow us at mentaldialogue.com and become a member and become a supporter. Keep Intelligent Radio on the air. Very thankful for all of my sponsors, Bennett Tax and Accounting, Square Business Entertainment, Money Motivation, LNG Technologies. Very appreciative. A couple of them have been longtime sponsors and very thankful for my members. Uh, Tamika calling out of California. She is a member. Membership keeps us on the air, so thank you, Tamika, for being a, a member, if you will. Uh, Rico, um, do you, if you need, we can have Tamika kind of ask the question again because I know we had to take that break. Um, but I wanted you to try to answer her question as well, just make sure we're getting you know anybody that's calling in any, any answers that they need. Um, so Rico, I'll kind of let you jump in, and Tamika's here too if you want to ask her something again. Very well. Um, the biggest thing that I would say
7: is uh, most people look at a nonprofit as if it's different than running a business it's not um, a nonprofit you are running a business I and mean, you should treat it as if you were running a business as far as the structure uh, just as you would structure the inside of the company um, with the hierarchy if you have multiple businesses There is a more efficient way to structure um, the different entities themselves um, so that, you know, money is flowing the way that you want it to flow, depending upon the industry that you are in. Um, So you can organize, you know, um, if you have three different companies, you can have one. Um, that is, the primary holding company, the other two funnel um, up, and then only the top company is the one that's being taxed. Um, so these are, are strategies that you would definitely want to work with you know, the proper financial professionals to go through, um, but don't just accept the cookie-cutter approach. Um, ask questions and say, is there a better way? How can I do this more efficiently? Um, How can I, again, when we're talking about those metrics and knowing your numbers, you know, you're looking at the top line, but you're also looking at the bottom line. Um, And for every organization, um, when we're speaking of profitability, um, if you're 5% or less, that's the danger zone. Um, the first step is get your business to, to have a net profit margin of about 5 to 8%. A healthy company is going to be 10 to 15%, and anything over that 15%, you're doing phenomenal. Um, so we, we want to create metrics. We want to create, you know, goalposts within our businesses or nonprofit organizations that we can see that we're making progress that we're growing in the direction that we want to grow. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. Um, and this is why gold it's
2: no What are you talking
0: about, man? I'm out here running around on the field. I'm <laughs> saying, tackle the man with the football. We I ain't got no, I ain't got, we, this is not an official game, bro. There's no goalpost. Tackle the man with the football do not include field goal kicks. What are you talking about?
2: (laughs) But here's the
0: deal. Where you're running down that field is somebody on the sideline
7: that's marking the line where you're at, and you know where the first down marker is. Do you not?
0: Hey, tackle the man with the football ain't got none of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hostile for a lot of business owners that I know. That's out there doing it that way. They play tackle man, tackle the man with the football. Yeah, you're basically yeah, trying to move into the big leagues. Mm-hmm. And that's what this conversation has been uh, today. Keely, I know you've been kind of floating out there for a while, Queen. I just want to hear your thoughts or, to a degree what we're talking about. And I, Tamika, I'm going to go back to her real quick just to make sure we answer her question. But, Keely, any thoughts on what you're hearing or maybe even answering, um, you know, from your perspective, um, um, uh, Tamika's question. Go ahead, Queen. Thank you for kind of being patient yeah. with us over the last
3: Oh, no problem Not a problem No, I I think the experts answered that question I think they were effective, efficient, compelling Um, But I would like to add to that question, if I may Because I listened to, you know, uh, Robert Kiyosaki um, And a few few others um, you, You know, and they talk about entrepreneurs We shouldn't be paying any taxes For real, for real And, you know, how... Employees. Anyway, I ain't going to get into all of that But uh-huh, I have a question uh-huh. like, Can y'all
2: touch on how Trump only paid
3: $700 something In practice uh, <laughs> uh, did, did you
0: just create a new show For us that we got to take a whole other two hours For Keela Like this show says best in business And the IRS still comes for you Now what the IRS didn't come for Trump So we just the wrong show Keela the wrong show because they didn't come for him. <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna let Justin I mean. you be giving, Justin going be the yeah, Justin gonna be the only one that can answer that question. Cause we got seven minutes, <laughs> and I gotta make sure they know how to stay in contact with y'all. I'm a connector, so I would love to get y'all connected to each other. So since we don't have that much time, Justin, you can give a one and a half minute answer to her question. Justin, you, you <laughs> on the spot, bro? Uh, okay.
6: I actually I, I, I love the fact that you asked that question. I follow I follow Robert Kiyosaki as well. So and in a way, um I I truly believe that. As an
2: entrepreneur, you don't need
6: to be paying that. You're providing jobs to people. And the IRS they reward really want that. So as long as your accountant you're when I say accountant, please do not get mixed up with bookkeepers. Your accountant, your tax planner knows how the code can be utilized for your benefit, you don't need to be paying taxes in that capacity. Um, Meaning you should be rewarded for providing jobs, not paying more. So um, not paying more because, oh, I'm making more money, so I need to pay more taxes. I'm doing the service. For I'm providing people a place to use. taking away from the government. So that is... So with that said, because
0: like I said say I had to keep this one short, and I want to make sure I take care of everybody. Sorry to cut you off, King. But what I basically heard was, get like Trump is what you told us to do. So, Keela, make sure you go get into the Trump school and figure out how to pay no taxes. Because let me be honest with y'all. This is The funny thing, the funny thing yeah, the funny thing, um, by having Justin and Mariko on, just to even highlight this, we have a, a, a mister Dollar Dial-Out Mastermind group, and both of them actually train our well-to-do entrepreneurs on how to retire tax-free. So you actually have two professionals on Keela who plan who will pay zero cent to the government in retirement. So if you don't know, any, again, I know you're following Robert Kiyosaki, if you want the experts that help you do it, I would recommend that you get with both of these brothers because they taught, again, some well-to-do entrepreneurs how to retire tax-free. So they're in that school of thought as well. Um, uh, Tamika, you're still on with us real quick, so thank you so much, Queen. Did we get your question answered while well, we got a few seconds before I got to get everybody's information out for the, for the listeners?
8: Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you all so much. Great information. I really appreciate it. Great, uh, great responses, and I will probably be connecting soon.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, you you are you know me to me, so you can get to anybody through me. All right. With that said, um, Keila, again, you were the star of this show. Thank you for being transparent, which kind of again gave us an excuse to even get into this. And uh, again, I hope people out there listening learned. Uh, definitely for people listening, share this show. Um, it will be, as one of the commercials says, uh, on all of your podcasting streaming things that people use, the replay will be we're live as we speak. But um, McQueen, just really, really appreciate you will, your willingness to share your story, but at the same time, I know Markey Enterprises is also moving to help. It's moving to help businesses as well. So if you could just speak to that. Um quickly, we want to make sure that Justin and um, Rico have time to do that as well. But if you will, tell, tell them about what you're doing for entrepreneurs so that they don't go through your experience. You're trying to help them as well. So go ahead, Queen.
5: Yes. So, listen,
3: I've made enough mistakes for all of us, for all of us. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you know, just – being a vessel, I'm, I'm I'm simply just being a vessel. Ain't nothing to being a vessel.
4: Um,
3: you know I am like I mentioned earlier. We're gearing up the franchise, the salon suite. You know that's I, I want to help, and, and we're not hitting anybody over the head with a buy-in, but I want to put people in a position to experience generating passive income of, you know, between twenty three and um thirty thousand dollars a month. So nice. that's that's my mission right now.
0: Well how do they get in contact with you to find you if they're interested in, in doing that, if you will, Queen.
3: Absolutely. So I would recommend uh taking the avenue um of going directly to the website Clicking on that franchise opportunity, it's www.universalsalonsuite.com. We're literally holding people's hand from start to finish, and we're also—I um, just partnered up with a with a, a finance broker who will actually finance uh, the franchise fees. Uh, so there beautiful. you go.
0: Uh, beautiful. No, nah, beautiful. Um, go ahead, um, Mariko, um If you think you want to get out publicly at this point, want to save time for um, Justin as well.
7: Well, if you are a small business owner, or entrepreneur, and you're getting started and you're looking to transition your business to start building wealth, um, you can give me a call five two zero two six eight nine seven two
0: two. Sounds good, Justin. Anything you want to get out? We got a, about a minute to go.
6: Okay, I, I, I want, again, thank you for the opportunity to be a guest on here today. Um if anyone is interested in getting further insight into financial literacy and the education piece, follow me on Flight Academy. That's S-L-Y-T-E Academy dot com, go to my website. Um you can put your contact information in there. It'll shoot me an email. I can reach out to you. Um I really, I really enjoyed this. I I look forward to um you know much success in the
0: future. Uh, absolutely and, and Keila I'll just throw this out there you know, I know you're going through a lot right now, but I would suggest, you know, I think you already know Dustin, but I would just even suggest that you and Mariko connect, because it just might give you some better questions to ask. So I would recommend y'all at least connect once. That's just my throw out there, because I love connecting people. But with that no. said for everybody out there I'm listening.
3: I'm looking forward to connecting oh, with both of them. I'm, I want to connect Beautiful. with both of them ASAP.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna give everybody direct numbers, so y'all'll get that, you know, after the show. But for everybody out there listening, hope y'all learned something. I know that I did, as I promoted on one of the posts. So you gonna learn today, so hopefully y'all learn today. We'll see y'all next Saturday. All I ask is that you think.